Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. We're broadcasting live from the Accurate Booth at, in Las Vegas at Sherm 23. Evidently, there's 23,000 people here. Wow. Yes. I didn't know there were that many. Crazy. I know, right? 22,000 too many. Mm. Wow. So why don't we, why don't we do introductions? Would you do me a favor and introduce yourself? I will. My name is Marquita Sharp, and I am from Chicago, Illinois. Okay. And I am Assistant Director of Human Resources for Noble Charter Schools. Okay. Tell us a little bit about Noble Charter Schools. We are a not-for-profit, and we are an anti-racist organization that focuses on our our children in the Chicagoland community. We have over 18 locations and our impact to the community is to give the best service to our scholars so they can succeed. And where'd you grow up in Chicago? That's a long story, but <laughs> technically I'm from the north side of Chicago. Not the south side. No, I'm I got south family. Side. Right. All right. <laughs> Introduce yourself for me. Yes, I am Kiana Jones. I am the director of HR at Noble. Woo-hoo. And I've been there for coming up on my fifth actually what's today? My fifth year anniversary is like next week. In a Yay. few days. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. And yourself? I am Brittany Schmidt. I'm also from Chicago, from Noble Schools, and I'm the Assistant Director of HR Operations. Oh, wow. We got the whole team. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> the whole crew. The whole team is in the house. We're here. Why did you come to Sherm? You know what? Sherm is definitely a resource that we go to, and the networking opportunities and the education is just something that we really want to take advantage of. As HR is evolving, I feel like this is definitely a segue for us to make sure we're up to date on things. I like that. Absolutely. I think I leverage Sherm so much. There's so many different ways, right? Like you can find webinars, templates, asking advisor questions, so many different resources and just tools to use Sherm for. So it was a great opportunity for me to pull. These are my two direct reports. So it was like nice to be able to pull them in so we can get some subject matter expertise to take back to the organization. What I like about that is you'll see different things. So you'll look at one thing or go to a session, right? Exactly. And you'll go to the session and get three different things out of it. Yes. You heard three different things out of it. So when they talked to you into coming to Sherm, (laughs) what did you think this was going to be? Is it different from what you thought? No, it's as expected. I was really excited about the expo because in the operations work, like a lot of the business partners that I work with are here and exploring new options is also wonderful. But then also the education opportunities with the sessions have been really good. I focus on different areas than Marquita and Kiana, so we've been able to (laughs) split up and get the most out of the sessions going on. That's cool. Biggest surprise is just how many people are here. Same, yes. <laughs> oh, oh yes, it is. Yeah. Did y'all, any of you, ever go to Illinois Sherm, kind of the state conference? We, I didn't get a chance to go to the state conference. No. So, yeah. I mean, imagine this, mm-hmm. but like 400 people. Oh, oh wow. So it's More cool. intimate. Yeah. Yeah, but it's you get to you'll meet everybody there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And can keep in touch for yeah. real, for real. Yeah. <laughs> so, are we when we go through the expo hall? Are we uh, are we trying to get educated? Are we buying? Are we going for bottles? I see this line behind me, and, and it's this huge line that's behind me for this this vendor over here that's printing T-shirts. Oh, oh. we didn't even know that. Wow. I thought it was for the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're print, they're printing T-shirts. So Career Builder did this a oh, okay. hundred years ago, where you just you tweeted, mm-hmm. and then they put your tweet on a T-shirt. Wow. Now I don't think it's a hundred years ago. No, it wasn't. That. It wasn't. <laughs> I'm dating myself just a bit. So let's do employees. What's keeping you up at night with employees? Yeah, I would definitely say mental health. It is definitely something that has changed, has 
progressed and evolved since the pandemic. And so now really focusing on like, how can we keep our employees? Are you okay? Because if they are, they do their job well. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely something. So bringing the wellness, mental, making it less taboo. Yeah. So people can come forward. <laughs> Absolutely. That comfort level to really just express what you're going through. And also in HR, right? There are things that we have, EAP, FMLA, ADA, just yep. making sure to exercise those things and apply it correctly so they can have the things that they need. If I can just add to that, the complexity at Noble, because we're a school mm -hmm. uh, network, it's hard because you have the wellness for the students, that mm -hmm. they're, the teachers and the staff members are trying to deal with, right. and then also for themselves, right? And so we have to figure out like a very, like, specific and unique way of supporting them and what they do and also helping them to be able be enabled and empowered to support their students as well. I, um, it's, I think it's been a big important topic overall, but because of the pandemic, it just heightened it a little bit. Did y'all sure. go fully remote or virtual? At one point we did. So we were fully remote for I think maybe a year and a half wow. and then we got back into schools. So it's working through that transition has been tough. So mm -hmm. I'm in Texas and a real conservative part of Texas, actually. It was really interesting because both my kids, they're in private school, but they got to a certain point where it was, it was spring break. And they gave them another week for spring break, mm -hmm. like everybody else. And then basically they said, okay, not, we'll just won't come back for the rest of the year. Oh, wow. Yeah. The original yeah. shutdown, yeah. But when August came, mm -hmm. they went back to school. Did they? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And as a parent, I can tell you, that was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine having to parent and also yes. be at home and teach. And all. It oh, was no. so much. You know, and there's a kind of a movement in Texas around homeschooling. I've never really understood mm -hmm. it myself because I just would be a horrible teacher <laughs> to my kids. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, it would be horrible. Such <laughs> where? Why don't you know that? Why don't you know that? No, I'd be horrible at it. But it's like... We got a taste yeah. of what homeschooling would be like. No, not for not, you. Not, no, not for <laughs> What about yourself? What do you, what do you see from them? That's a good segue, actually, because the thing that keeps me up at night is the teacher crisis across the country. Yes. Yes. Oh we are just mm -hmm. losing teachers nationally mm -hmm. to other industries and just even quitting and not having something else lined up yeah. ever oh, yeah. since the pandemic because things are really a struggle and there are low resources yes. and a lot of funding that is being lost to education. So just trying to keep our staff and retain the really good talent that we mm -hmm. have and also supporting them in this time of like wellness and mental health being so important with limited resources. Mm -hmm. For sure. The retention, you brought up, bring up a really great point because retention of teachers like I used to just think is money mm, if you just yeah. throw money at it then let's just pay our teachers more but it's not we it's not just about there. money we should start there yeah. the people that we don't pay we were shocked at the results yeah okay but it's not just about the money it's also about other things yeah absolutely it's a really hard career it is. when you can't leave your work at work you need to be planning when you're at home um, and I know a lot of people are like you get the whole summer but they deserve that. Yeah, yeah. for um, sure. That whole summer isn't the whole summer anymore. Yeah, it's oh, real quick. Yeah, it, sure. <laughs> it does go past. Wait, growing up, our summer in Texas was Memorial Day to Labor Day. Oh. Wow. So that was the summer. Okay. So you could mark it by those two days. Now, no. Now it creeps into June. <laughs> yeah. People are coming back in August. I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't have the summer off. You get a month. You get a month. Yeah. Get a month. <laughs> we get a month. All right, success when you go back to work from Sherm. Somebody's going to ask you, you were in Vegas for three days. What? <laughs> yeah, Don't tell us right. everything. <laughs> we just assume. But what do you want to go back with? 
Now, just a start thing, I'll piggyback off of what Brittany shared earlier, is that we're trying to strategize and be really strategic on, like, how our sessions are going. So, like, each of us want to go to different sessions that impact our work differently and then take that subject matter expertise back and apply it, right? So, we're in the summer uh, where the teachers are gone, where we yes. can have time to plan uh, for the upcoming school year. And so, we want to build out policies and practices and just get some tips and tricks and stuff to take back to shape the way that we work and like hopefully be able to apply it during our upcoming PD and trainings in August and share that information back to the leadership session our team. I love yeah. that. First of all, I love the way y'all are doing coverage. <laughs> it's really super strategic because you're basically, you could go, all three of you could go to the same session. But we yeah. could. You could. <laughs> well, you could go to some of the same parties. That's different. That's completely different. But the thing is you're spreading it out and going to different things. Are y'all doing the same thing with the expo? Are you, you take these rows, you take these rows? Are you trying We've to- honestly checked it all out together yeah. and, oh, cool. and had enough time to be able to really peruse mm-hmm. And we'll come back in here, like we were in here yesterday, today, I think we'll come back in here a lot, but we've been able to look at things together, which I think is yep. helpful to mm-hmm. share that, could this work or what have you. So I gotta ask you that, but all three of you can answer, but what do vendors do really well to get your attention? What do you, what would you, if you could, magic wand, if you could get rid of something that vendors do, what would that be? We'll get rid of something. Oh. Yeah. And you can say email marketing if you want to. It's all right. No. I think what I appreciate is when they have a good pitch that is engaging and clearly not the exact same thing that is said to everyone, where you're asking questions first and learning to see what it is that I do. And then rather than just trying to pitch me on the product, if you see that we wouldn't be compatible saying, okay, but if you know anyone who uses something Mm -hmm. like this, let us know. And it's not just a real, this is what we do. Mm -hmm. Okay, the end. Yep. So I worked for Sam Walton a hundred years ago. Oh, me too. (laughs) Did you really? Yes. Oh, too funny. Okay, so Sam had this bit that if somebody came to you, I did department manager, assistant uh-huh. manager, okay. co- store manager, et cetera. At one point he was teaching me this bit in hardware where he said, if somebody comes in, they're looking for a wood handle hammer and you don't have one, but you're at Sears or somewhere else mm-hmm. the day before, you just so happen to see him, you have a moral obligation to tell them. Yes. Yep. Yep. We don't, not sell them something else. Not sell, mm-hmm. not sell them something else, but say, we don't have anywhere out of stock, that's my bad. Yep. But you know what? I was at Sears the other day mm-hmm. and I noticed that they have them. So you should go there. Exactly. Because you're building that trust. Yes. yes. And relationships too. Yes. From the vendors that take that route. They look at you yeah. and then say, okay, here's, we don't do that. But I do know that as a. We're not applicable for schools, but right. if this you know person. anyone that does such and such, mm-hmm. I really just appreciate that true engagement. I like that. What would you get rid of? <laughs> Come on now. You got a magic wand. You can get rid of anything. Mm. Gosh, I'm not good at this. I appreciate what we're seeing here. Right. So. It's not, it'll, tomorrow will be a little bit more, they'll be out in the halls. Oh, they'll okay. Be out in the aisles. okay. So it'll be a little bit more like a circus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'll come back and answer right. tomorrow. <laughs> no, it'll be a little bit because they'll basically, they're looking at the leads. Yeah. And they'll sort of count the leads tonight. Yeah, they and they'll go, that. oh, we got to get the numbers up. Oh, yeah. So tomorrow becomes a bit where all have targets on your back. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good, Matt. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for carving out thank time for you. us. Thank you. This is a great opportunity. I really appreciate it. Well, I I'm, do too. I'm glad y'all stopped. So glad we did too. Have fun. <laughs> y'all have fun. What you too. Happens in Vegas? Stays in Vegas. Stays in Vegas. That's right. <laughs>